Yo, you want to talk about life? Want to talk about love, relationships, religion? You want to be motivated, maybe even inspired? If so, come check out the Spark Podcast. Each week, you'll be privy to a genuine conversation from three real individuals, bringing it to you straight from the heart and right off the dome. So come hang out with your boy E, Von B, and Kiana, a.k.a. Biddy, bringing it to you raw, unfiltered, and uncut. people this is eric hearn and this is my first episode of my solo podcast truth now i'm calling it truth t-r-o-o-f because that represents a time in my life where i was you know those teenage years when you got dreams and pie in the sky and you can do everything you're invincible that's where the word truth comes from. Now, truth means the real offspring of failure. This name came from uh, when I was about 16, 17, I want to say. Um, I had a, um, at this time, I had a rap group, had been in the rap group for a little while, me and four of the guys, right? And we came up with this song called Truth. And the acronym was The Real Offspring of Failure. Now, when we made this song, which is one of our most fa- favorite songs by the people who knew us, because we didn't you know, get a chance to blow up, obviously, because I'm, you know. But this song was very popular with people who knew us. Great song. Great, great, great damn song. I mean, shit was fire. Um, but we always, have to, we always would have to explain the meaning of this song well I would explain it um, because I think I had a, a much better grasp of what the meaning meant you know it was cool the real offspring of failure but to really go into depths of what that shit meant you know I used to go in I used to try to think and try to be provocative and you know try to really explain what that meant to people you know so as I got older you know it means still means the same that it did to me when I was 15 16 years old you know the real offspring of failure to me represents where we come from you know we bring we coming out the mud you know you know we coming from what people or our people have been through and we are a representation of that the real representation of that hence the real offspring of failure meaning we come from you know, the things that we had to go through as far as slavery, Jim Crow, you know, just the, just the things we've been through in this country. And we wanted to represent, you know, the real, uh, the birth of real niggas and that struggle, you know. And when I say real niggas, I don't mean niggas out there doing anything um, negative or, you know, on some criminal shit because people kill me with the even, you know, misconstruing the word real. You know, people say, you know, I'm being real because I just popped off and I just said some old ignorant shit. And it's like, nah, that ain't being real. That's just being ignorant. You know, ignorant 
in our term, meaning some stupid shit. You know what I'm saying? I know ignorant is really not even, people understand ignorant is not even a, shouldn't even be an insult. Because that ignorant just means you just don't know. Just like me right now. My first podcast, a lot of shit I don't know. So, in this podcast, in this first episode especially, you're probably going to hear some shit and you're going to be like, eh. He messed some words up. Uh, he fucked up a, a, a definition. Well, he said some shit wrong. You know what I'm saying? Or you're going to hear shit go on around my house. You know, because I'm just, you know, I just said, fuck it. Let me do it. I've been putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. I said, let me just go ahead and just do it. And so you might hear the, the, the smoke detector going off because, you know, I haven't put the battery in there yet. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just going at it raw. This is like a, you know, this is like off the top of my head. There's nothing written down. I'm just flowing with it, seeing how it goes. And then hopefully as I do more episodes, it'll get better, get more entertaining. Hopefully this is entertaining, but it'll get no more professional, no more polished, I would say. But getting back to the name, the name Truth, it just for me, it just represents where we come from. You know, represent the people, represent our people. And how, you know, we have been looked at as failures in this country. No, we're not. You know what I'm saying? But just the way we've been looked at, the way we've been treated around the world as far as being less than or, you know, we're inferior to, you know, them. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's what we kind of, the, the word failure kind of represents that. And we're just being our authentic selves and saying, hey, we real. You know, we were four different guys doing four different things in four different ways and came together and made great music together and we want to represent that that we were being real in our own ways you know I didn't it's certain shit I didn't do coming up you know what I'm saying but I was being real I was being me you know I didn't drink with the guys and smoke weed and blah 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 with my guys a lot and all that bullshit that just wasn't me wasn't that you know I never felt like I was lame shit I'm great if you ask anybody shit, I'm probably one of the coolest motherfuckers you know but Ain't gonna peer pressure me to do nothing. And what made me even cooler is that I didn't judge you for doing what you want to do. If that's what you want to do, if that was you, shit, do you. I just ain't about to do it because that ain't me. So that's what represents real for me. Real, as you will find out as you get to know me from these episodes, that I'm all about do you. As long as you don't hurt anybody, as long as you don't hurt yourself, do you have fun. I ain't here to judge nobody. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got no hell to put nobody in, as the as religious folks might say. You know what I'm saying? So that's what the real offspring of failure means for me. And I thought that would be appropriate for my podcast because I'm trying at all times to keep it real. I might say some shit people don't like. I might say some shit. I might go back and say, damn, maybe I should have said that differently. But it's me being real. I'm going to be respectful at all times. But I'm going to be me at all fucking times. So, this first episode is about the treatment of women. And I've been fighting and, and, and hemming and hawing and waffling back and forth on what should be the first episode. And my theme, even I don't really want to have a theme, but I would say my theme would be I'm trying to think about all of my firsts. You know what I'm saying? The first time I 
kissed a girl or the first time I did take a drink or get drunk or the first time I smoked weed or the first time that I got into a fight that I remember, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that the first time I, you know what I'm saying? I mean, whatever it may be, you know, maybe the first time that, you know, I told my moms I ain't taking no ass whoopings, you know what I'm saying? It might be some shit like that, but that's where it's kind of, you know, my my stories are going to start. My episodes are going to start. Me telling the story of some of my first. And then they're going to evolve into what I'm really talking about. To getting into the topic of whatever that episode is about. So, this episode would be about the first, my first real treatment or disrespect, you might even say, of the opposite sex. Even though I didn't know it at the time that I was being disrespectful. But... You know, I was. And, you know, being older, I realized that I was. Now, the thing that brought on the idea for this episode um, was just my daughters, right? I'm going to the story, but my daughters, I have two daughters. I have one that's 20, going on 21, one is 15, going on 16. And they like, I'm telling you, they're about that life. They're about that feminist life. They don't play no games. You know what I'm saying? They're going to let you know what they feel, how they feel, and you better understand or respect how they feel because they're going to let your ass have it. You know what I'm saying? And they were raised like that. That's how I want them to be. I want them to question everything. Me and them go back and forth. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, you know, I got my own, you know, I'm, I'm, I believe in the feminist ways of thinking, but some of the shit kind of goes too far for me. But, you know, that's just me. You know, that's just how I feel about it. No saying, not saying anybody can't feel the way they want to feel. But, you know, me and my daughters, we tend to go back and forth a little bit. But something they said in this conversation we were having one time um, kind of sparked this, sparked up these old thoughts. Now, my daughter, I was at my daughter's home. You know, she has her own little place with her boyfriend, fiance, whatever you want to call him, real nice guy, and they were talking about, I don't know how the subject came up, but they were talking about how some girls are get afraid of telling guys no when they ask for their numbers these days, because dudes do the most, you know what I'm saying, they do ignorant shit, you know what I'm saying, call the girls out their name, which I know guys been doing that shit for years, um, but, you know, they feel, um, they feel that they safety is in jeopardy if they reject a guy or some shit like that which you know it's kind of like what the fuck you know for me being a father i'm like hold on get nobody shot in this motherfucker you know what i'm saying but i had to understand it you know her boyfriend was kind of like nah you motherfucker ask you something you tell him no and walk on she's trying to get him to explain no it ain't that easy you know dudes be acting crazy blah 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 so i didn't get into this conversation i let them go back and forth you know to daughters was giving it to him he letting them know they letting him know you know they ain't they ain't the way that it just ain't that easy you know because we as men we see it a little differently we just say we see things in a more linear way like this is what happened that's the you know this is the you know this happens here i handle it there and i keep going you know what I'm saying women kind of see things in which most things are it's a lot of shit going on the kind you got to put it in context you know what i'm saying hey i tell this motherfucker no he follow me he follow me back to my car he do something say something or say something disrespectful whatever you know i may not have the means or i may not be able to defend myself against this motherfucker so i might just you know um you know uh just not even say give in but just humor this motherfucker. That's what he get out of my face type shit. In which women shouldn't have to go through that. If you say no, 
or if I don't want to fuck with you, if I don't want to talk to you, that should be the fucking end of it. It shouldn't be, oh, let me just give him my number, let me give him my Instagram or my Facebook or whatever, so he'll leave me alone type shit. No, it should be, nigga, I don't want to talk to you, or I got a man, or whatever, or I'm just not interested, then that should be the end of it. That's my thoughts. That's how... I feel about women because I have the utmost respect. Have I ever been disrespectful within a relationship and I've said something that I may not have said or treated someone the way I shouldn't have treated them? Yeah, you know, but have I ever been overtly disrespectful or don't disrespect or, or, or I don't care about women's feelings or I feel like they're less than me or whatever? No, I love a powerful, strong woman. You know what I'm saying? So that's never been a problem for me and that's kept me from not understanding a lot of things um, that women go through. Now, let me stop it there. Now, the that brought me back to telling my story about how I had been disrespectful to a woman. You know what I'm saying? My first time being, you know, being a, a cat, as they would say, or, or, you know, or on some bullshit. You know, I remember being four or five years old, right? Four or five years old. I grew up with this young lady from diapers, her mother, my mother, best friends, you know what I'm saying? And the, uh, we were playing, we were playing, and I'm trying to remember it all. And like I said, I'm going to tell this story. I was four or five. Don't remember, probably won't remember all the details. Somebody embellished some shit. So if she ever comes and tell this story and she's like, that didn't happen, probably didn't. But hey, this my shit. I'm going to tell it the way I want to. But, uh, so we, we sitting in a, uh, a clothes hamper and we playing, I'm playing like I'm driving and shit, right? She, I'm the husband, she the wife, playing like house. I'm the husband, she the wife. So I'm driving, you know, like I see my father do all the time with my mom. She's sitting in the pasture seat. I'm driving with my arm around her. Cause this is supposed to be my girl. You know what I'm saying? They always thought we were so cute. She was a little bit older than me. But she was, you know, we the same age, but you know, a couple of, you know, a few months older, but they always thought we were just so cute. You know, little, little pudgy, little babies. You know, fat cheeks. I had the little curly fro. You know, she had the little long, you know, wavy hair. You know, both brown skin. You know, she was, you know, she had these little, you know, you know, little uh, slanted eyes, almond type things. You know what I'm saying? Just, 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 just the prettiest little fat cheek little girl. And I was just, just crazy about her. You know, just crazy. I just knew, I knew from then I was crazy about girls. You know what I'm saying? I've just always been, I've never been that guy or that little boy who was like, oh, girls, uh, uh, nah, hell no. Nah. <laughs> I was always about, hey, man, she cute. Yo, I got a crush. So I'm looking at her and, you know, it's shit that I, you know, thought about. I can remember even at my ripe age of 43, remembering as a child, thinking about little freaky shit I was thinking about because I was a little freak, you know what I'm saying? So I've never been that boy that was like, mm, girls get cooties, blood. Nah, fuck that. Give me the cooties. Random cooties, you know what I'm saying? But so that's why I kind of get, you know, just a side note, um, which might be a another episode uh, in the future. Um, that's why I kind of get when you come to people who are homosexual, you know what I'm saying? Um, people always trying to, you know, put their spin. I was having a conversation with someone not not you know, not too long ago, and how they were saying that homosexuality is a choice. And I'm like, I will never, ever believe that bullshit because I knew, not even get deep into it, but I knew at the at my earliest, earliest fucking age that I loved 
girls. I was always attracted to girls. It wasn't no choice. I didn't sit here and choose between Ken and Barbie. I knew Barbie had boobs and I liked the bumps and the, I liked the boobs. You know what I'm saying? That's just me. So if I know that when I was that small, my first, you know, thought or 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 memory of the opposite sex was I was attracted to that. That's what I wanted. Then how can I tell someone who's a man or even a woman that say, well, your wants and desires from that age, from your earliest memory is not valid because it doesn't fit what I think is quote unquote normal. That's bullshit. I never buy that. Homosexuality is not a choice. Just to put that up, just to put a little stamp on that. That's going to be something in the future we're going to get into. But that's just, that's just your boy. So, getting back to the story. So, me and this young lady, we playing in our little hamper. You know, I'm pulling, I'm skirt skirting around and everything. And, and you know, playing the, playing the father and playing the husband and everything. And we driving and, and, and skirt and skirting back and, 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 and whipping. I'm whipping the little, you know, I'm whipping it, you know, with the little fucking clothes hamper and everything. Just having a ball, right? So... We get to the store, you know, that's all my little imagination. We get to the store, right? So we get to the motherfucking store. So me having my arm around her, you know, I'm thinking, I like this girl. I've seen movies. I know what guys do when they like girls. You know, I see what my pops do. I seen my mom, you know, I know, you know, I, I, I think I got it all figured out, right? So she's just smiling and laughing and giggling or whatever, you know what I'm saying? The prettiest little thing you ever want to see. You know, I'm like, I got this. So my little ass, being as managed as I was, my little ass take it upon myself that I'm going to go ahead and get me a little kiss. I'm going to get me a little peck off because I think that's what you're supposed to do, you know. And I said, fuck it, I'm going for it, you know. And I smacked dad dead on the lips, gave her a little peck on the lips. And I'm just smiling and giggling and thinking, you know, it's all good or whatever. And man, I'm telling you, them bright pretty little eyes got so black and that the, 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 the middle of her forehead you know you know like Ice Cube his you know he always got that look that evil like I'm about to kill you look no matter what character he playing like the, the shit in the middle turns to a V that's how her eyebrows do it to this day I still know it to this day and that's how she is she looks at me and she's been about that life for her whole life she was really I probably well, the first time that she really had to exude how much of a punk she wasn't. Because she ain't been no punk for 40 some odd years. And she started that day. You know what I'm saying? And that motherfucker got, the, the, it seemed like the clouds in the stove, the world turned black on her brother. And I'm like, I thought I was doing something right. And the shit didn't add up that, wait a minute, I've made a mistake. I've miscalculated some shit here because this little girl don't look happy with the little peck I just gave her, right? And she knew she had two sisters, her mama, you know, strong black woman, independent, you know, single mom or whatever. She knew that, nah, you just ain't gonna do what you want to me when you want to do it, right? <laughs> so I came up, I got two brothers, two, it's me and my brothers, you know what I'm saying? My pops in the house, mom's in the house or whatever the case may be. So, you know, it was just a different kind of Growing up, you know what I'm saying? Like, from I didn't understand, she probably got it. Probably wasn't pressed into it like that, but she probably understood from her household that, nah, you just ain't gonna do me 
any kind of way type shit. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sitting there, you know, now fear is like really, you know, it's creeping up in me. Like what the hell is about to happen? Cause I know this little girl and she a little bit bigger than me. You know what I'm saying? You know how girls are when you little boys are always smaller than the girls. And then we finally catch up with them and pass them or whatever. So she a little bit bigger than me. Man, this little girl, little fist balled up, eyes turned black, eyebrows went in for that V. She looked at me, didn't say a word, and popped the nigga dead in his eye, man. I mean, hit me dead in my eye. You know, <laughs> like a shorty, like I ain't never been hit in the face before. Like, what in the hell is going on? Why am I being abused? You know what I'm saying? But hey, I, yo, obviously I, I violated her space, right? So they got get the crime. I'm going to the mom like, why wow, she hit me in the face? My mama like, what the hell? Her mama like, what the hell? She like, mama, he tried to kiss me, kiss me, like tried to kiss her. You know, they both turned on me quick. First, I'm like, oh baby, what's wrong? Why you crying? Your eye kind of discolored and shit. What's going on? Oh, oh, this bad girl didn't beat on my son. And soon as she say, oh, he tried to kiss me. He wanted to kiss me. Put his lips on my face. Oh, they both turned. Oh, they all three of them turned on me. I was just, oh, I'm just the baddest, little nastiest, manest little boy in the world. So. You know i got in trouble i get abused but i get in trouble you know what i'm saying so you know it's cool i get it now i didn't get it then but i get it now i violated her space you know what i'm saying and she wasn't having that even at four or five years old she wasn't having that she had every right to say hey don't violate my space again but the funny part is that even with that being said years later we end up being boyfriend girlfriend so i end up winning anyway but more, you know, I ain't gonna go there. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna cheapen her situation because I understood that I should have kept my lips to my goddamn self. You know what I'm saying? But that is what it is. But that was my first time. Um, my first time, my first experience at being disrespectful to a woman. Now, when I say my first time being disrespectful that doesn't mean that i just went through life disrespecting women and that was the first that where it started no i'm just saying um that was my first encounter of treating a woman inappropriately um have i had a life of disrespecting women no but have i had situations within relationships or dealing with somebody that i may have said or done something that was disrespectful or or did something that that would be deemed disrespectful, you know? Yeah, we've all been in relationships. We've all done dirt, you know, had dirt done to us, you know? So, yeah, it's not a lot of things. You know, some things I've done, I've not ever been proud of as dealing with the opposite sex. But for the most part, um, I'm, I've always been very, very disrespectful. I mean, not disrespectful, excuse me. I've been very respectful of women because I love fucking women I love women I don't love I mean I love women I love the hell out of women and I have two daughters I have a mama have a grandmother had two grandmothers and a great-grandmother that I love to fucking pieces so I've always been respectful I've always you know listened and understood things women have to go through especially with me growing up with two brothers and being the kind of guy that I am I got along better with women you know, so my most of my friends, even though I have my friends, my guys or whatever, but my friends, the people I could talk to, because I like to, you know, I like to talk when I have something to talk about. 
you know, I like to talk to women because, you know, especially coming up, you know, girls were always a little bit more mature. So it was always a better conversation. You know what I'm saying? So um, I've always been as respectful as I should be or as I could be to women. You know, like I said, I've had my arguments. I've said my words. I've had things said to me and I pop off back. I'm like, man, I shouldn't have said that, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever the case may be. I've had to do my apologizing for, you know, maybe the treatment or or bad decisions I've made within relationships and things like that. But overall, I love women. Uh, um, I appreciate women. I um, admire women. Um, it's just, I don't understand how anybody can just mistreat anyone for that matter, but to mistreat women the way some men do and the you know, to talk down to them and talk to them the way they do. You know, I mean, like even the word bitch, I don't ever use that word bitch. You know, have I ever used it? I've used it in the argument. <laughs> you know, I've used that word, um, but I don't like to. But, you know, I think I've never really used. I think I use it like really mainly one time. I use the word bitch one time. And just another story, which <laughs> have I used the word bitch, right? I was working with this young lady, right? Um, I used to work, I used to be an officer and we had some history, right? So however the history was at that time, we wasn't talking, you know, not going to go into why we weren't talking, we weren't talking, we didn't feel each other, we didn't fuck with each other, period, right? She, to me, she was crazy, you know what I'm saying? And to her, I was an asshole, you know, so... Um, something happened where, uh, she thought I had did something, you know, I was, you know, the way I worked, you know, she was in charge of opening and closing the door where I worked at, you know, so I walked through the door, didn't shut the door because she did something ignorant to me. I thought it was stupid and foul and rude. So I'm like, I ain't shutting that door. You know, she could shut the door. That's her job. You know what I'm saying? So I walk off. She thought I said something like, fuck you or fuck that door or fuck her, whatever, which I didn't say, whatever. Right. So <laughs> I'm on my tear, right? Like I said, I was an officer. I was a uh, sheriff. So I'm on my tear. Tear is out. You know what I'm saying? Middle of the day. All the inmates are out. About 40 goddamn detainees out. And I'm eating my lunch, right? Eating my fries some chicken or some shit, right? So she comes up. Now, imagine me and her been friends. And we've been on and off friends for years when this happened. You know what I'm saying? So we knew each other. You know, so we knew each other. We had history. Like I said, we had history. So uh, she walks up, right? <laughs> she walks up behind me. Now, imagine she walks up behind me and she like, hey, can I talk to you outside for me? Because I'm inside with the inmates. I'm sitting in front of the inmates and I'm inside with them. It's like bars, you know, you know, separating us. But they in their little day room. They can see. They can see me sitting there. Right. So they like uh, she like. Hey, can I holler at you for a second? So I'm like, nah, man, I'm eating because I wasn't fucking with her because I was pissed off at her. She was on some bullshit. Not fucking with you. Get away from my tear. <laughs> you know? So she gets louder. Hey, can I holler at you for a minute? Can you step outside? So the inmates, now they looking because they here, right? And they know who she is because she, you know, she was one of those people that motherfuckers know who she was. She knows she about that. She'll get up, she'll get down on you in a minute. You know, she she real, you know, she real Chicago. I put it like that. She real Chicago. She'll get off in a minute. And then she was real nice looking too. So the inmates want to see it anyway. So 
you know, when she got to hollering, she get loud, motherfuckers stop and listen, you know. I wasn't moved by the shit. Like I said, we've been knowing each other. I wasn't moved by it. Get the fuck on. I'm not talking to you. Third time. Herm, can you step outside right now? Uh, no, I can't. Get the fuck on, <laughs> right? I'm like, I'm not trying to hear this shit. I'm not dealing with you right now, right? So she goes and she's like, okay, fuck it. You ain't gonna come outside? I'm gonna tell you what I got to take. And she goes into a whole little spill. You know what I'm saying? She's snapping off, yada, yada, yada. Don't you come disrespecting, yada, yada, yada. She loud and letting me have it, right? So I jump the fuck up, right? I jump up, you know, take the shit outside. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because the inmates are like, ooh, she getting on your way. You know, motherfucking ain't like, fuck y'all. But this uh, <laughs> is so like, take the shit outside, right? So we go out to the hallway. So we going back and forth, going back and forth. And she going off, she going off. And I don't remember what was being said. Like I said, this was years ago. I don't remember what was being said. We going back and forth, back and forth with the bullshit. And I remember I was being called, I called, I got called bitch. I was counting, I swear to God, I was taking a tally in my head. I was called bitch about 13 fucking times, right? Bitch this, bitch that. And I'm like, look, man, get the fuck off my tail. What you gonna do? You ain't gonna call. I'm like, man, we going back and forth, going back and forth, right? So she bitch this, bitch that. You ain't shit, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. So I'm like, okay, you know what? Just go on, man. I ain't finna, I ain't finna tussle with you. I ain't finna do none of that. You know, you a female. Cut it out. You know, you leave me alone. Leave you alone. I ain't fucking with you. You ain't fucking with me. Yada, yada, yada. You know what I'm saying? We done fell out. We completely fell the fuck out. Now, we wasn't talking. We was friends. We wasn't talking. Now, but now we done completely fell the fuck out. So she bitch this, bitch that, bitch you, bitch you, bitch you. You know what I'm saying? I was about 15, 13 to 15 bitches, right? So as she walks away, she goes and sashay her ass away. You know what I'm saying? She always had this little wiggle. And she go and wiggle her motherfucking ass away. And I'm like, nah, fuck that. You ain't finna just walk away from me and then call me 13 bitches. And I don't get one out. So as she gets on the stairs, my goofy ass, I go into, and you know what? And you a lonely bitch, right? <laughs> Woo! I mean, you could hear a fucking pin drop. One thing about that woman there. That word lonely hit harder, even harder than the word bitch. But to put them two together, especially coming from me, because she knew I was the kind of person I would never say nothing like that to her. She knew how I was. And for that to come out my mouth and to put lonely and bitch together and say it with such venom that I said it with, I know she was pissed, right? <laughs> I know she was pissed. I know how it hit. It, it, when it came out my mouth, it hit me. And I was like, you and you was a lonely bitch, right? Yelled it across the hall and everybody could hear because everybody was listening to us argue. You know what I'm saying? So the whole fucking building damn near heard it. And all I heard was her pop, 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 popping back up them stairs here. And her shoes flap, 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 flapping up them stairs. And she came back. I don't know what she said. All I know it was I was living in a world of euphoria because I know that I hit her where she could not get healed from <laughs> you felt that shit and I didn't feel bad not in that moment I didn't feel bad because I'm like you didn't call me a bunch of bitches I'm like I get at least I, I at least get to use one you know what I'm saying so she let me have it and yada 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 and I'm just standing there like whatever you know I'm smiling that even made it even more matter because I'm like I'm smiling because I'm just I, I won I won this fucking argument you know so hold on let me get this let me get a drink of this wine real quick Whew. So she leaves and you know, that was my really only time really saying the word bitch with pleasure. <laughs> I've never used that word in like in a pleasurable way. 
But I said it with pleasure that day. I said it with motherfucking pleasure. And, you know, years later, we've talked about it. And, you know, she was still hurt about it. I've had to apologize. I did apologize profusely for what I said. But it was funny as fuck. And it was, it was, it was necessary in that moment. Not my thing, but it needed to be said. That's all I'm saying. But um, <laughs> to go to get to where we're going with this episode, like I said, I want to talk about the treatment of women. And like I said, I was talking about my daughters and the things they have to go through. And I understand what women have to go through as I got older, the shit that women have to deal with, right? And one thing that's made this so prevalent in my mind in this in recent in the recent you know weeks or months or whatever because we as men we hear like our friends our sisters our you know our significant others or whatever tell the stories about that guys and their dms and the texts they get and blah 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 we hear it we don't necessarily depend on kind of guy you are if you know you're the kind of guy that wouldn't do no shit like that you kind of like mm. Yeah, I hear you. Maybe you know how women sometimes over exaggerate. So you kind of like, yeah, I hear you, but it probably ain't that big a deal. Yada yada yada. Blah blah blah. Whatever. You know. I mean, not even blah blah blah. Not to discount what y'all are saying, but we just never get it because we've never had to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? So I got a friend, and this kind of opened up my eyes to a lot of shit, and makes me even appreciate women even more because I appreciate women so fucking much, and I appreciate how my mother. My mother and the strength that she has and the kind of person she is, especially my grandmother, my grandmother who just passed away a couple of months ago. Um, that was the strongest goddamn person ever in life. You know what I'm saying? She was the strongest. Not that my granddaddy wasn't this or my father ain't this and everybody else around her wasn't shit. You know, no, nah, everybody else around everybody else around her was the shit because she made everybody else around her the shit. Because she was just the beacon of fucking light for everybody. You know what I'm saying? She was the best person in life, you know, she was just so strong and, and fucking funny, you know, I mean, that was my best friend, my grandmother was my best friend, you know what I'm saying, so I've always had a an innate respect for women, even women I dealt with, for my wife, for my kids, you know, my daughters, you know, women that I've called play sisters, and my cousins, and things like that, love women, you know, so I got a friend that, you know, I talked to and one day, now she'd already told me these stories about these this guy, this guy she's dealing with. Tell me stories about guys. You know, you have a friend. This is like my best friend. We would t- we would talk about guys and shit she'd have been through, a relationship she'd have been through, and you know, I'm just hearing the stories or what. I'm like, oh, that's fucked up. You know, that's fucked up. Blah blah blah. You give my give my opinion. I should handle it, but this is all X shit. You know what I'm saying? Shit you didn't dealt with. You know, hey, this is what you do from a man's point of view. This is what you do. This is what they mean when they say that. Blah blah blah. So we go back and forth that type of shit, right? So, but it was always this particular guy that she was always dealing with back and forth. Not finna go into their history. That's not even important. But this guy was just always mad, dis fucking respectful, right? She always would tell me this. You know, I just, you know, I, I didn't know it. You know, she didn't show me no text and no shit like that. But I'm just like, okay, she may be embellishing things a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So, one day we're talking. Like, out of nowhere, we were on the phone, we're talking. And out the blue... Out the blue, she just say, oh, this motherfucker didn't text me again. I'm like, who? Who are you talking about? And she was like, this motherfucker, blah, blah, blah. He didn't text me um, calling me 
uh, gap tooth hole. Just out of nowhere. He would text her. She would she would block his number. He'll go get other numbers or, you know, these little numbers or whatever the case may be, little fake numbers, so he can still contact her, right? So she's like, I didn't block this motherfucker many, many times. He didn't use another another number, excuse me. And now he just out of nowhere. You're a gap tooth hole. The fuck? I'm like, what the? I don't know why that just hit me different that day. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I'm like, why? And you know, I'm just, I'm not, I'm so confused. Like, why the fuck would you go at someone like that or talk to a female like that? Especially a female who's not even yours. Y'all ain't fucking dealing with each other. I ain't even talking. You just out the blue, just getting your mind just to text a female. Your whole, you're like, what the fuck, right? You know what I'm saying? Whatever your history may be. She may have hurt your heart or broke your heart or whatever, but that's history. That's years ago. Let that shit be. You know what I'm saying? So, I get the idea. I said, give me his number. Give me his name. Give me his number. I'm going to make one of these little fake numbers or whatever. I'm going to text him, and I'm going to tell him I'm you. You know, this is my new number, so don't call that other number because the other number is going right. The other number is my daughter's number, so you ain't got to text that number or call that number no more. I'm going to let you know because we've been friends for 20 some odd years. I'm just giving my new number just so we can try to squash it. Blah, blah, blah. Right. So I come up with this whole little scheme and I start texting him. Right. Texting him back and forth. You go back and forth, whatever. Eventually, I get him to stop texting her number altogether. Eventually, I get him to stop sending her emails, any emails and all type of shit. Right. But that ain't the thing, though. That's not like me. Like, oh, I did this. No. The part of this shit is the shit that this motherfucker would say to her was just appalling. And I was just like shocked in myself as a man. Like, really, motherfucker? You would really say you can really say in one and you could send a text. And he would send texts on different numbers, right? He would send all like, different numbers at the same fucking time. He would send texts at 1003 and at 1005 be another number and 1007 be another number. And then send all these fucking memes and all this bullshit, all this disrespectful shit, right? So he would, at one point, he would say hello. I would, I would play him to the left because I'm trying to get him to just stop. Not trying to argue, not trying to go back and forth. Just to show you, because one thing that a lot of women don't understand about men is what we hate more is silence we hate being ignored we hate being dismissed so a man who tries to do this shit who constantly berates you and try to come at you he just wants a reaction he don't give a fuck you call him all his name go back at him and blah 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 that's what he wants he wants you to sit there and go back and forth and have this argument with him and and she, but he all, all he feel in his head is i gotta you know she actually using energy she's expending energy on me you know so i can even if we arguing that still gives me a chance to say I'm sorry. It still gives me a chance to explain. It gives me a chance to try to get you to come over type shit. You know, all that bullshit. And that's what he was on. On that dumb shit. So I wouldn't say shit. You know, he thinking I'm her. So I would never say, wouldn't say too much. I'd go back and forth for a little bit just to give him enough to let him, to let him know, to let him think it was her. But he bought into it. He bought into it big time. So he would say some of the foulest shit. He would say some. You know, when I, you know, we asked, can I come over? Can we see each other one more time? Blah, blah, blah. I told him, 
hey, you know, she get, you know, I, as speaking as her, I got a man, I got a new man, blah, blah, blah. Oh, can I just come over and see you one more time? Yada, yada, yada. No, I don't think that's a good idea. Then a few hours later, a day later, you got a rotten pussy. You got a, you know, just, you know, you you a hoe. You trifling. You this, you that. You know what I'm saying? You're wretched, ratchet, ratchet, ratchet. He was actually just, that was his favorite thing. He sent all these fucking stupid ass memes and shit like that. And it was all so disrespectful. And then the next breath would be, I love you though. You know what I'm saying? We got history. I remember this. I remember that. And then start sending like pictures of them when they were, you know, intimate and shit like that. And it's like, like unsolicited shit. You know what I'm saying? Just like pictures of her, like trying to embarrass her or humiliate her type shit. And the shit was just so foul. You know, it was such foul shit. And I'm just like, how do you even have the time or the energy or in your mind think that's okay to talk to a woman that way? You know? And I you know I eventually had to block all the fucking numbers he was sending and blocking the email or whatever the case may be because I got tired of seeing the shit. But my only goal was to get him to not bother her anymore. You know, because that's some shit. I can just imagine the anxiety or the, the stress of dealing with somebody who constantly like, you know, it's like harassing you. And it was a straight harassment, you know. So it was just it was just mind boggling to me. That women have to go through. I know that's. I know they have to. Y'all have to go through that shit. I know that's not. She's not a, a one-off fucking incident. I know there's plenty of women out there who going through shit like that. The motherfuckers won't leave them alone. The motherfuckers, you tell them, I got a man. I got a husband. And they don't give a fuck. And even that they don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? They just like, I don't care. I'm gonna keep at you or an ex who wants to keep harassing you and and begging you back. And then when you don't want to go back with them, then you get all the anger and the venom of being called out your name, being called bitches and hoes and sluts and tricks and ratchet and your, your pussy, your this and that, and you gotta, you know, just talking just the foulest shit about a female, and I was sitting there watching, um, I was watching for the first time, All Eyes On Me, the Tupac movie, which was not a very good fucking movie, I wish they'd do another one, maybe they use the same actor, but do another one, somebody else do it, because shit wasn't that good to me, that's just me, but anyway, and I was sitting here, and my daughter, my 15-year-old, um, was in the room, and um, uh, Keep Your Head Up came on, um, and she had never heard it before, you know, and I told her, she was like, no, nah, you guys, because she was like, ain't you Pac, this and that, da-da-da-da-da, and I'm like, nah, you gotta listen. I'm like, he's a complicated dude. You know what I'm saying? I always said I love Tupac. You know, he pissed me off because he was very complicated, very contradictory guy. And I was like, that always pissed me off about him because the dude could have been so fucking great. But that's neither here nor there. That's 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 a whole nother episode. You know, I already got a, I got something for that. But just in there listening to the song, um, keep your head up. Um, you know, just that 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 old to women, you know, black women, and, you know, you know, especially, like, man, black women are, I'm not going to go into this, I mean, yeah, the first person or, you know, remains of bones of a person, Lucy, was found in Africa, so, yeah, black women, Mother Earth, we know all that, but just black women in general, um, it's just fucking amazing, are amazing. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to sit and act like they're infallible or they're above reproach 
and you know they can't be criticized and you can't say blah 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 we all people we all equal but being a black woman in this country is tough I know being a black man here is very fucking tough but you know we gotta we gotta keep our black women we gotta hold them up you know what I'm saying they need that strength and my only part of me is I just see a lot of them not not embracing that strength everybody ain't the same you know what I'm saying some people it's there, there are good and bad people no matter what you are no matter if you're man or woman gay straight white black purple whatever the fuck there's bad and good people you know what I'm saying but for the general general population of black women especially in this country man I give a big up too cause I I mean there's nothing better if I ever dated outside my race, yes, that I mean I hate or didn't like black women. No, that I mean I just like women. You know what I'm saying? But to for a black woman, there ain't nothing better in my eyes. Even when I was dating outside my race, I'm still gonna say black women is shit. You know what I'm saying? So with all that being said, it just amazes me how some men could be so disrespectful to women. You ain't got to like nobody. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to, I ain't got to feel you. I ain't got to be all in love with you, but I can respect you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you may be wrong. You may be dirty. You may have done me dirty. You know what I'm saying? But it should be a cap on how far I go when I talk to you or how I say things to you. You know, that's just how I was, how I was raised. You know, I even had a female tell me she wasn't used to, you know, I would walk and I would tell her she can go in front. You know, you had, had, had a girl... You know, you go up the stairs first, you know. That's just the way me and I, you know, the way I thought it should be. And she was like, she wasn't used to that. You know, she wasn't used to me. I'm going to walk on the side of the street where the street is because that's just being a gentleman. I'm open your door. I'm going to do things. You know, it's just, that's just, you know, and I was just a friend. And she was just saying she wasn't used to that type of treatment, you know. And that's just crazy to me. That's just insane for me because those are just like, second nature things like inherent in me to treat a woman any woman but especially black women so i'm going to end this first episode of the truth podcast with the truth and the truth is ain't shit better on this planet than a black woman they deserve nothing but respect and they deserve to respect themselves so respect yourself we gonna respect y'all, or I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it out there to make it normal, to make it the thing, to make it cool that you respect women, no matter how good they look, no matter how they doing whatever they doing, or the Instagram chicks, or they however their bodies look, or whatever, cool. That's whatever you can do what you want to do to yourself, or for yourself, or by yourself. But for me, you're gonna get the utmost respect until you. Until you dictate how I respect you. And some people can have that effect on you. Make you not disrespect them. But as a man, I'm going to always have the utmost respect for women at all times. Especially black women. And I want all men out there to do the same. If you start from there, we'll be okay. Just start from that. That's that minimum of giving them the respect they deserve. And we'll just go from there. And maybe things will change a little differently, especially in black women and black men and how we deal with each other. Just fucking respect each other. You give me the respect I want, and I'm definitely going to give respect you deserve.
I'm out. This is my first podcast, my first episode. Everybody have a good one. Hopefully there'll be many more and hopefully they'll be a lot better, a lot more polished. You know, have like, you know, uh, even even more provocative things to talk about. I may say some shit you ain't going to like. Just hang out with your boy. I'm going to be plugging and, and, and promoting and doing all types of things. So I got a lot of stuff coming up. So uh, I got it out. Let's just see how this goes. Whoever's listening, if anybody listens, thank you for listening to your boy. Yo, thank you, thank you for listening to another episode of the Truth Podcast. This is your boy, and I would love if you guys would press that favorite button if you enjoy what you heard. If you want to help me get bigger and evolve this podcast into something special, hit that support button. I would really appreciate it. And if you just like what you're hearing and you think what I have to say might resonate with someone else, please share with everybody. Share with somebody. And then after that, share with somebody else. Hey, I'm here every week. Thank you guys for being here. And again, I love you. And damn it, I hope you love me back.